Welcome to episode 246 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports and Crest Media, and joining me, the founder of Cave Social, a content marketing agency that helps brands tell their story through content, Jordan Shelton. Jordan, you ready to have some fun? Let's do this, man. Today's topic NBA Jam and using nostalgia in sports marketing. So on Saturday, the Los Angeles Clippers held NBA Jam Day, celebrating the 25th anniversary of the release of NBA Jam, the video game. The way the promotion worked, uh, it was pretty sweet. To order your tickets online, you used promo code NBA Jam, and you would receive a throwback NBA Jam Clippers t-shirt, which had Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan on it. You could also be entered to win a four-player NBA Jam arcade game, which, my goodness, the person who wins that, that is possibly the greatest prize ever. Plus, the voice of NBA Jam, Tim Kitzrow called the in-arena game action, plus there is NBA Jam entertainment all night long. Jordan, I absolutely love this promotion, but first, who was your NBA Jam team? Oh, I had to go with the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors every time. For me, I was a Chicago Bulls fan, so I was down with Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen, Ho Grant rocking those rec specs, and then also I was a bit partial to the Charlotte Hornets, who back in the day when people were rocking Hornets starters jackets, you got Larry Johnson, Grandma, Alonzo Mourning. NBA Jam is one of the most important video games of my entire life. I say boom shakalaka more than any person probably on earth other than Tim, (laughs) who does the in-game arena action, because it exemplifies everything about me. I love the term. It's different. It's passionate. You know, after you dunk and break the backboard, boom, shakalaka. It it just flows very well with me and my brand, and, and I love what the Clippers were doing. So let's talk about this from an execution standpoint. What I find most important when you do something like this is you have to be able to nail this, and I believe that the, the Clippers did. Uh, I hate seeing promotions that are half-assed, where they're like, yeah, it's an NBA Jam promotion, but did they go all the way into the deep end? And I think the thing that really did it for me was them getting the voice of NBA Jam to call in arena game action. What are your thoughts on this promotion? Yeah, I, I think they absolutely killed it. Uh, it. It's something, like you said, a lot of promotions and a lot of game day experiences are half-assed, where it's like, come in the first uh, – t- 2,000 people get a bobblehead. You know, it's whatever, whatever night. It's Blake Griffin night, let's say. And that's what they do. And that's all they do where they don't, you know, they don't dive deeper in and actually make it a better in-game experience. And that's what they have to do because, look, going to a professional sports game is not cheap. You have to make the experience significantly better than sitting on the couch and watching it at home, especially with the evolution. And as TVs get better and better and better, and as the coverage gets better and better and better, the, the in-game experience has to be fantastic. So I think this promotion, one, it, it did – it really spoke to the core NBA fans, the people who played NBA Jam and this resonates with. They are people who are diehards. That is something that – you hit the nail on the head with that. Then it's also a, a perfect advertising or event for parents and kids. The parents are making the purchasing decision, but it's fun enough, and it's a throwback, and you get to see the the new players, the Blake Griffins, 
DeAndre Jordans, which the kids are going to love, in these pixelated shirts, and it's it's really a cool experience for them as well. Meanwhile, as the parent, you're able to be like, oh, I used to play this game. You know, I love this. So I, I think this is fantastic. And I think you nailed that about the in-game experience. And I think what this really also helps is stand out. So if you're going to be looking at a calendar of events for the Los Angeles Clippers, how many bobbleheads, how many calendars, how many crappy t-shirt or towel giveaways will there be? But when I saw NBA Jam, I was like, oh my goodness, where is this at? I would fly to Chicago to Los Angeles just to be able to take part in this NBA Jam event because right now you want unique experiences. That's that's what helps get through the clutter is give me something that I haven't seen before. What's new and different and fun and certainly NBA NBA Jam at an NBA game, that's going to do it for me. So let's transition to using nostalgia as part of sports marketing. And for me in building bacon sports, sports nostalgia is a very big part of what we do. And it all stems from the reason that I started bacon sports in the first place. And it's my love of sports and especially Michael Jordan. As a kid who played basketball, I wanted to be like Mike. And that generation of 80s basketball kids who loved Michael Jordan, we still can't let it go. And it still blows my mind to this day that there's not a Michael Jordan channel. And as I continued to hone my creative skills, I found that one of the things that really helped differentiate Bacon Sports from a a content and media standpoint was the fact that we were willing to throw it back, whereas most major sports outlets are only looking forward. And I think why that's important is because nostalgia allows you to build that emotional connection and differentiate you while speaking to an exact audience. Completely. I mean, you see it with things like even the throwback jerseys, for instance. Like, I'm a Toronto Raptors fan. My Toronto Raptors jersey that I wear is the old school, the old school dino with Kyle Lowry on it, you know, because I want, I think subconsciously too, I want to say, like, look, I've invested serious time in this team and I've been with the team since those days. So, I. You can see it in sports all the time. I think the throwback jerseys are the number one thing with regards to bringing nostalgia. Uh, and then it, it, sports is so emotional. It's not that one game. It's Your fandom is 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, right? It's building this emotional connection with a team. So if they can incorporate other things like NBA Jam, which would have been part of your basketball fandom as a whole with the – event it's perfect and anytime you can bring it's the same reason you see they bring back the legends onto the field to do the coin toss like they're really trying to incite this feeling of like connection to the team and connection to these teams over the long haul yeah and and i think on the simplest term it's removing a person as an impression and instead of thinking of them as a long-term relationship and as part of that long-term relationship there's going to be a lot of different factors that we're going to be talking about or or are part of our relationship. So it's going to be what's going on now, what is happening in the future. But then it's also going to be, hey, let's throw it back a little bit more because like any relationship, you want things to be well-rounded. And I feel like a lot of brands do miss the opportunity to go throwback because it stands out and it is different. And it it seems like oftentimes I'm a broken record when it comes to content and marketing, because we always want to say, how do you stand out? What makes you different from anybody else? When you go throwback in nostalgia, I feel like you're almost instantly standing out because so few are doing it and even fewer are going to do it exactly like you are. 
Yeah, and I mean, and throwback and nostalgia is cool too, right? Like right now, it's in to to pull from the past. So, I uh, you have to be unique. You have to make this unique experience. And like you said, it's not an impression. It's really um, and sports teams do this as good as anything with building a brand because people. I would say Apple is probably getting there now and Harley Davidson where people have, you know, people put Harley Davidson on their casket. They'll get a Harley, like that's how much they love those motorcycles. This is the same thing, sports teams. People love sports teams to the core that they'll put them on their caskets. This is a brand and a business, right? And we found a way for these teams to just draw in with these deep, deep connections because they don't see you as an impression. They see you as this part of this family and this long time, long term consumer. And really when I look at it and I start thinking of myself, I'm like the amount of money I've spent and hours I've spent following like the Minnesota Vikings, it's insane. Like it's it's you know, from an outside perspective, you would say it's insanity. But for me it's like probably the, it's one of my favorite things in the world, right? Is spending time cheering on that team. So I, I don't know. It's a, it, it's really it's fascinating. It's it's fascinating the whole psychology around following sports teams and then bringing in nostalgia and, and using it appropriately. And you're speaking to somebody who has a Pittsburgh Steelers tattoo on his ribs. So certainly I can relate to the Harley <laughs> Davidson guy who gets that on his casket. So Jordan, time it's now time for the takeaway. And for me, it's about having a mix in your marketing. And this can even be drilled down to social media specifically. When I look at creating a social media calendar or marketing mix for clients that I'm working with. It's important that there's a mixture of it. So much of it is overly promotional or look at us and look at what we're doing. Instead, create this mix where nostalgia could be part of this. I'm not saying you need to build a brand entirely on nostalgia because that probably isn't going to work. But what if it could be something that you just sprinkle in there? In the sprinkles, everybody loves sprinkles. So for me, have a marketing mix. What about you? For me, I, I think the core message from this is that you know two times the effort can really yield five to ten times the results. It's a, this idea of disproportionate results. They went and got the announcer from the game. Like they didn't have to do that, and that's just that little bit more. You go that little bit more with your marketing. You just take that, go put in a little bit more effort, and that literally rings through, and you will get five, ten times the results. So. Uh, that's my takeaway is go deeper than everybody else is going. Love it. So now it's time for the action item. Tell your sports marketing friends that the sports marketing huddle podcast is back. And the number one thing you can do to help us is subscribe on iTunes and give us a rating and review. It helps with discovery and allows us to provide more value to others. If you have thoughts about this episode, you can hit me up on Twitter at Rob Cressy and let me know who your NBA jam team was. Jordan, where can people connect with you? Guys, hit me up on Twitter at CaveJordanS, and I am down to talk all things marketing, sports, anytime. Uh-oh.